Superman. Help is in the way, Jamie. Great, Scott. I shall need need for speed. Cowabunga, dude. You're a wizard, Harry. Welcome to the When Harry Met Movies podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Harry Met Movies podcast. My name is Harry and Dad Dad. That was a bit of a rap version, man, not it? Pop podcast. <laughs> I didn't mean to that. Hello, if you want to go with a rap version to keep us down and keep it with the kids, I like that. You should do your little thing you sort of tracked in before. What little thing? You know what I... You. So anyway, to all the listeners out there, new old passers-by. Welcome to our podcast. This is a podcast where I introduce my son, Harry, as you've already heard him. Yes. To films from my childhood up to late teens. Um, Maybe 20s. We discuss and review them together and generally have a chat and yeah. babble a lot. Um, <laughs> Go off topic. Yeah, usually. So, this week's film is... Free man and a little lady, free man. This is what I want to little lady, free man. I've got a beautiful singing voice. Uh, some people <laughs> are surprised I'm not professional. Uh, anyway, yeah, so we're covering... Covered with Three Men and a Little Lady, which came out in 1990. Now, we always like to start the podcast off with a little challenge from Harry, where he oh, no. asked me to tell him the story. Oh, no. So, this is where he challenges me to tell him the story in a certain amount of lines. It came out in 1990. The maximum number of lines he usually gives me is five, and he likes to pick one that matches the year, which, which he can't do because it's zero, and he can't give me no, no lines. So, so, it came out in 1980. 1990. So, what's the last number then? Let's see. Not six, is it? Zero. Nineteen ninety. I found up to one. There you go. One. Yeah. I am here to tell the story. And I am here for the food. The sequel to 1988's Freeman and a Baby receive a free gentleman getting older as so does the little girl. And she yeah. didn't really give me much to do. That's the best you were going to get for this. Yes. And then we always like to have a little bit of fun, as we always do on our podcast, because we're just hoots. Yeah. Um, and it's we so always fun. do a little bit of a, cue, a quiz. So what I've done here is we used to do a thing called uh, You Can't Handle the Truth, where we used to do some... You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Um, truths and... So you had to work out, had yeah. to work out which one's a lie. So we're going to do something very similar. So here's three facts about the film, but only one of them is actually a fact. Okay. So it's one fact and two lies. Yes. Ted Danson loved filming in England that Who's much. That? He considered moving here. That was Jack, the actual dad of the book of a girl, the actor. Quite possibly. None of the scenes were filmed in England. Ted Danson never came to England due to a family holiday. To join the film, he never came when they filmed it. Which one do you think is the truth? He loved it that much that he wanted to move it, yeah. Yet he... Uh, none of the scenes were filmed in England or that Ted Danson never actually came to England during the filming because he was on holiday. I think that last one. You think that's the truth? Yeah. Spot on, Harry. Is it actually? All his films, all his scenes were filmed in America. So, it's, uh, so that's why he's never been the outside. Exactly, he's only ever inside. Because it clashed with a hole that you already had planned. The reason I knew it wasn't that one, which it wasn't filming, because the act, I'm kind of spoiling the character, there's this teacher which is played by 
the actress who plays Bettina in Harry Potter, and she's mostly an English actor. So that's why she was in Harry Potter, because they only talk English actors, I'm pretty sure. That's why she was in, um, that's why I didn't think it was that one. Fair enough. So, yeah. So, obviously, we, we watched Three Men and a Baby a few, a little while back, and we watched this very close to it, didn't we? Um, we've only just gotten around to recording it. Yeah, it's come out just months. But, um, you really liked Three Men and a Baby. Yeah. Um, what did you think of this one? I thought it was alright. Just alright, or? I think it wasn't as good as the original. See, this is where I think we differ, because I think it is. I'm trying to remember the film. Okay, so it's the one where they've now moved into a house. Yeah. Um, and Sylvia, who's Mary's mum, Mary's a little girl. Yeah. She's trying to move on with her life. She started dating a... A rich boy. Yeah, um, Edward, his name is. And <laughs> still living Peter, Michael and Jack. Um, she clearly likes Peter and Peter clearly likes her, but they never really do anything about it because of Jack, yeah. I think. Um, and essentially, she moves back. To, she moves back to England with Mary, taking her away from her guys. And they try to move on with her life and go back to how they were, but it doesn't really happen. Um, and then they go to the wedding. They find out that actually Mary's going to be shipped off to a boarding school. And that. How old and, is she? Only like six or something like that. Um, <laughs> And they basically, and Sylvie doesn't know this because yeah. Edward's going to do it. And Fact. basically go out to prove it. And then Jack comes and they decide to stop the wedding because they realise that Peter yeah. actually loves Sylvia. That was very awkward, I imagine. Like, congratulations, Mammy and my ex wife. Yeah, but Jack knows it and Jack slept with her, but he never. And they, I think they had a relationship for a bit, but it were never like together. Yeah, it was never. He 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 loves her for being his daughter's mum, but he doesn't. He's not in love with her. Oh yeah, yeah. I think this is better. Than, so in my head, that's to remind myself. Hold on, wait. I think this is good. I think there's a couple yeah. of really good. Well, my favourite scene in it. Yeah. Is actually at the wedding at the end. Yeah. Where. Jack dresses up as the vicar. Yeah. And he keeps delaying the wedding by saying stupid stuff. And I'm trying to think off the top of my head, but he does stuff like, he keeps getting, he'll go, he says to her, he goes, Edward, you take Sylvia. And he goes, I knew Sylvia once. And starts going off. <laughs> goes, no, no, that's not you. She's dead. <laughs> and stuff like that. And just keeps going off on these little tangents and stuff. Like and what we do here. Just, But it's just the way he does it. And it's just, it's, I think it's really funny. And yeah. it's all a play on the fact that she said... No, Edward makes a comment that he's not a very good actor and I think she says some sort of comment too, or is, her mum does. Yeah. And actually he, he is yeah. a good actor and he fooled them all and that's the whole point of yeah. it. And I think that's quite... I quite like that bit. He pulls off her makeup and stuff. Is it not a scene where... Is it not where a scene where... Is it not a scene where, um, like... I can't remember exactly. Is it not like is it Sylvia? Not Sylvia, the child. Mary. Mary. She's not jumping on the bed and like she's watching TV. She says like a naughty word, and then. Yeah, I can't think where it is. See if we can find the clip. No, off the top of my head, I can't find the clip. Um, he, she says something like jackass or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think it's, it's not. But um, Peter says the same thing on the phone to 
somebody in the background about 30 seconds later. <laughs> but then it's also a bit worse. So like in the first one, when she can't sleep, they sing a song. Yeah. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. But in this one, yeah, she doesn't want a song anymore. She wants a rap. Yeah. And they do like a, a Mary rap. And they've got like baseball caps on and stuff like that. <laughs> it's a very similar to how I, I can do Coolio's Gangster's Paradise off the top of my head. And how you can wake me up using it. Um, and it's very sort of similar to that. I'll uh, naturally street like myself. Yeah. So this came out like two years after the first one, which is pretty quick. So even if... So last one came out in 1988. Yeah. So to, to write a film, get it made and then get it released in two years is very quick. Now, which would make you think that it was already planned when they did the first one. Yeah. Because um, say the first one started filming in 86 or wrote... It's usually between like when a film's made and it comes out, you're usually talking at least six months. Yeah, true. Because they have to do all the editing and all that sort of stuff, minimum. Nowadays, there's a bit more fast turnover because it's all digital, but back then it took a bit longer, so it was quite... That's a really quick turnover, um, which shows how popular it was. But... So it took seventy-one million worldwide, which isn't too bad. Um, yeah. I couldn't find a budget for it, which is a bit weird. Was there a plan to um, make a sequel, like a, tr- a third one? I'll get onto that in a minute. Okay. But it was up against a lot of competition that year. So Ghost, which and Pretty Woman, which are both chick flicks, which we might cover at some point. Was it chick flick? Um, chick flicks are films aimed directly at women, usually romantic comedies or things about girls. How like something like big is about a boy go growing up, yeah. but not growing up, but also like going through life. Yeah. Tip flicks are, are like about teenage girls and stuff like that generally, or romantic comedies and stuff like that. Um, it was up against Home Alone, Turtles, Total Recall, Die Hard, Dick Tracy, Back to the Future Three, Kindergarten Cop. These are all films that were all out, so it's quite a busy year and quite a few of these films. If we haven't covered them, we'll probably end up covering them on our podcast. We've covered most of them. Yeah, so it's quite a yeah. good year good year for films yeah. um, that would be sort of similar sort of type of people to go watch especially things like Ghost, Pretty Woman, Home Alone it's Dick Tracy, the, um, Back to Future Free the, com- the love comedy whatever uh, Ghost is more of a love film that was actually a number one film of that year and it's uh, got a very famous scene where she sits and makes a pot and he comes behind her and makes a pot with her very famous scene um, it's not been, so boring. It, it does, but it, how he's a ghost. Oh. Oh no, he's not a ghost at that point. He's alive at that point. Anyway, it's meant to be like quite a sexy scene. It probably doesn't. Oh yeah, I'm helping you make a pot. <laughs> yeah. So romantic. When I say it like that, it doesn't sound so good. romantic. Um, Dad. You said about a, a, frequ- a third one. Now that hasn't been a third one, but recently Ted Danson, who plays Jack, said that he would actually quite like to come back and do a third, and call it Three Men and a Bride, and have. Mary getting married and these three guys being at the wedding, oh, yeah. which I think would be a really good thing, especially as all three actors are still alive. And I think it'd be a really clever thing. Just, is the mum still alive? So that's my way, yeah. Um, I just think that would be actually quite cool. Uh, maybe they might actually. Yeah, I, I think it would probably do quite well. Um, it's owned by Disney, so it's is something that Disney could possibly put straight into Disney Plus, which I do also quite like doing with a lot of these sort of things. Yeah. Um, but I think it'd be really good to be honest. It's quite a nice runtime. It's only an hour and forty-four minutes. Yes. Yeah. Um, so you've got some questions there from the old mystical pot of... Is there any urban legends surrounding this film? No, not like the other one. Um, 
There's a couple of weird things that happen in the film. What? There's um, a continuity thing, which is good. In the first one, you see him buy Mary a big giraffe. Yeah. And in this one, when she, in her bedroom, is the same big giraffe. And then there's also a weird bit, which is at the wedding. So the wedding at the end is Sylvia married Edward, right? Yeah. Now, traditionally, at wedding, one side will be the bride, usually as you're walking down the aisle on the left, and the right-hand side will be the groom's family and friends. So it's fast. Yeah. That's how it's split. But then the wedding becomes Peter and Sylvia because they stop the wedding and Edward yeah. disappears. But wife. no one leaves the church. So surely all of Edward's family yeah. would go, wouldn't they? Because they yeah. don't know the guy at the front that's getting married to the woman that they thought they were coming yeah, to sure. get married. I guess it's like but that. they don't leave, which is a bit weird. It's probably like, what do we do? Could we, like, there's a lot of them, like, do we just get up and leave? Just... Maybe they just really liked the, wanted the food. True. Or Depends what really like wedding cake, maybe? Depends what cake it is. It's, it's wedding cake's usually like a fruit cake. <coughs> Healthy food, no. Really randomly, do you think they should make a sequel? We've just yes. talked about This is a sequel, I think. Should they make a true? The idea, the idea of the, the sequel would actually be pretty good. I think I would... That'd make sense. There is a film called Father of a Bride, so it would be a little bit similar, um, but it is different still. Does this film make you feel good? Yes. Yeah. I think this is one of those films um, falls into that like Uncle Buck, mm. that planes, trains, and automobiles. Same as the I first one. I want to mention a couple of scenes. When they first en- enter the thing, yeah, they can't get a car, mm-hmm. so they get this really small car and they just a stop. Mini. Yeah, and they just stop going off road, don't they? When is that like when they get to the wedding? They just start going off road. I don't care. I know that when so when they first get to yeah. the, are you on about when they get to the country first? Yeah, don't they have like, and they get lost, don't they, on the way? Michael and Peter. Yeah. And obviously Peter's quite tall. He's about six foot four. So in a mini, is quite ridiculous. Um, and then I thought I wonder where you're on about at the end when he gets with a school teacher, Peter, and they come. They try and race back to the church. Yeah. That's... They're in a sidecar, motorbike and sidecar. Yeah. So she, and they've got like goggles on and they're getting splattered with mud and stuff like that. Yeah, but I think it's that the teacher, she has a thing with, she likes. Yeah, she likes Peter. And there's a weird... But that's because Edward is setting it up like he does because he's trying, I think he realises, Edward realises that Peter likes Cynthia, Sylvia. Yeah. And he's, he's trying to set the teacher up yeah. with her so that gets... Gets him out of her hair, sort of thing. Yeah, and also doesn't. Do, there's a weird scene when he breaks into the school and she starts like flirting with him. Yeah. That's a really weird scene which I can remember. She thinks she's in, he's breaking into the school because he wants to be with her, and it's not. He's just wants to. He do, yeah, he's, he's he's there to try and find school records because he's convinced that Mary's got, they're trying to get Mary into school, which yeah. they actually are trying to do. Let's see what's in it. Have you got any f- scenes which you like, Dad? The one I said with the priest, I thought that was quite cool. I just, I, I think it's just a really clever scene. Would you recommend this film? Yes. You look very quick on that. Yeah. I, I would. I, I, like I said, I was. I remember when I was younger, when I was at your age. So I would have been eleven, twelve when this came out. When I got to see this. Yeah. Um. So really, it's not a film you'd think would be aimed at. Me and this is what I was worried about with the last one when I showed it to you. Is this a film you'd enjoy? 
because I'm not really sure of what the target audience necessarily is for this, but yeah. you enjoyed it. Um, which can oh. kind of indicate to me that actually it is. Yeah. Leading on from that, I'm copying your thing now. <laughs> what genre would you class this as? Comedy. Family yeah. comedy. Which then puts it up, if we class it as a family comedy, it puts it up against Mrs. Doubtfire. Just pre warning you for the rating. I can read. You can read, but you can't always read my writing. I struggle to read my writing sometimes. Do you think they should remake this film? No. Then we should remake it. I do think they should do a a sequel. Into the pot of bins. What about you? No, they shouldn't. Did you like the ending? I'm trying to remember when they get married. Yeah. I did like... Do you not move into another house? At the beginning, yeah. So originally, in the first one, they're in an apartment, aren't they? So this one, they actually move into a house, and again, you get the impression, the idea is that Peter's designed this house. Then at the end, don't they move in another house, or something? No, no. Okay, good. I think it's just ends with them. Yeah, like the map by them. Yeah, just get them married and stuff. What? Yeah, you're having. See, this is very You need to rewrite all these. Would this be a good animated life if it? animated film if it, I don't think it needs to no. be suppose it wasn't like a cartoon there's a, yeah there's quite a big thing at the time of having sort of these sort of films being turned into cartoons like you could see like the kid doing all these crazy yeah. stuff and like hijinks and stuff like that who was your favourite character I think that's in this one Jack is that the that's the, act- that's yeah. the actor that's the actual dad the biological dad wait doesn't she like accidentally like get mud in the house from that scene and then Jack, not Jack, the proper... The nasty guy, Edward, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's she's playing a game with a butler, isn't she, where he's got, she's made him put a helmet on his head and she's going harder, harder, colder, colder, and he's got to find her because yeah. he can't see. Yeah, and like, he like drags her to a room, doesn't he? Uh-huh. And that's what sets Jack off, I'm pretty sure. Is it a piece of, I don't think Jack's there because Jack doesn't come straight away. He turns off a little bit later, doesn't he? Yeah, because they don't actually realise he's there, which is why he can get away with. At the wedding, he pretends to be someone else because they don't know he's there. What was the coolest moment in the film? Coolest moment in the film. I always like the montage bits at the beginning. Yeah. With the music. Waiting for the start of Is it not a scene when they have a party yet? What? It's not a scene when they have a party and he goes to play music and it plays like a song. Yeah, so after they go back to England, yeah. they're trying to go back to their single life and yeah. being men and having parties. So they have a party and they invite all these people and they don't know anyone. And now they're like older and all the yeah. people have invited are like sort of 10 years younger than them. Yeah. And there's a girl that dances and Jack can't dance like her and she's like doing all these fancy dances and he's like, oh. And then. Um, Michael keeps talking about Mary to another girl yep. and then and Peter puts a, changes the music and puts a song on and it's um, it's a Kermit the Frog singing no it's uh, Bert and Ernie from Sesame Street so it's going rub it okey you're so fine rub it okey you are oh, mine oh this is like jam <laughs> yeah that's, that's, it just kind of kills the moment of the party yeah. is the whole point You can have anything from the film, what would it be? The house would be quite nice. Like the house they made? Mm. Or the one, or the castle, that'd be quite cool for, wouldn't it? I think it's too big for me. Yeah, but you'd like the land, because there'd be no one around you. 
If you share it with me, I call dibs. Dibs on what? I think it, no, I don't, I don't know because I don't really like ancient castles, they just make me creep out, I don't know why. Okay, but you could take the castle down and have a smaller house built there. I got dibs on, if you can build the set. Okay, so would you have the house in the land from the castle? Yes. There you go, that's a happy compromise, isn't it? We'll just move a whole flat there, don't we? Next question. I read in the next question. It's going to be theirs. Okay. If you could do a spin-off of using just a character from this, who would you use? I'm not sure. Jack. Yeah. Is that is that the actor? Yeah. Yeah. I think he's the most fun one. I can read that. I'm learning. I'm translating. Do you think if if it was made today, it would be popular? Um, I don't know. This is, I don't think it'd be made as a film. I think it'd be made as a series. True. Or a straight to D, like a straight to stream, and I don't think it'd ever get a cinema release. You're about to say straight to DVD. Yeah, but I don't think it'd get a cinema Back release. I don't days. think it's um. Yeah. Don't think it's that sort of film. I don't think you get many of these films on but, the cinema as much anymore. Back in my days, it, they they're <laughs> gonna get killed. If you don't see me, you know I. Out of a film, who would you like to be friends with? Oh, a lot of who? That's the thing. Out of the three men, who would I want to be friends with? Ah, so it's one of the three guys. Wait, if I'm friends with one of them, I'll be taking friends with all of them. Why? Because I'm friends with their friend. Wait, what's the artist called? Uh, Michael. I might be friends with them. He seems calm and chill, and he seems like he just wanted to go have a cup of tea. Fair enough. What about you, Dad? Um. Yeah, Michael, I'd have most in common with. Yeah. Um, but I think he quite likes to be friends with Jack. I just think I think he's a good character in this one. I think the first one, he's not really in it much. He's not in this one a lot, really. Out of the three of them, he's the one that's in it at least. It's actually Peter Tom Salat's character, like the main guy. Um, but I think Jack is better in this one than he is in the first. Yeah. I think what it, when he comes into it, it's quite funny. So, this is where we shall move on to our reviewing it. You can go first. No, no, it's your podcast. We have just established now that you no, will always you can rate go first. first. Just to let you know, you rated the first one four out of five. Mm-hmm. So it's a question of do you think this is the same or? It's got to go. Why do you always pick me? I'm going to go for. I'm going to go for the same. Okay, so just to give you an idea, that puts it with Dio, Bill and Ted, Big. That's bit... Batman, Back to the Future. Yeah, that that fits right now, I think. Okay. What are you going to rate it, Dad? I rated the first one 3.5, and I would go the same. I think it's, I think a 3 is something we recommend, and I think it's slightly better than just recommending, I think I would say to people to watch this. Yeah. Especially if you liked the first one, which gives it a 3.75 overall. Yeah. 
which isn't a bad score to be fair. Um, I think it, so. That's the same as we gave the last one, which seems about right because I don't think there's much between them. I think it's just a bit of a preference, um, and it puts it along with speed, um, an American Tail, Back to Future Two, Phantom. Well, um, that's not too bad of a. Plus, it's slightly worse than Honey I Shrunk the Kids and Lab Group, which I would say is about right. Yeah. But better than say Ghostbusters and Turn and Hooch, which is interesting. Yeah. I thought. You'd think Ghostbusters would be slightly higher. Yeah. It'd be interesting. We'd have to cover the second one of that at some point. Which one? Ghostbusters. Yeah, because we have tried in the past, but we've always had technical difficulties with it. Yeah, so we will cover that again at some point. Now, what we will do, because this comes out as we're recording it on the 8th, so this come out in about a week. Yeah. We recently went to watch Matilda the Musical. Oh, yeah, we're going to do our news section. Yeah, and we said we'll discuss anything new we might have watched. Now, we'll try and avoid spoilers for this. Um, obviously, it's a story a lot of people know anyway, so it's not too bad, but we're trying to avoid too many spoilers of the actual yes. this version of it, should we say. So, just a bit of background on this. So, I loved the book growing up. We both quite liked the film, the yeah. original film. Yeah. Um, we met the actress, so... Yeah, we met the actress recently at Liverpool Comic Con, and we both went to watch the musical a few years back. I can't remember a lot about a musical. No. Um, I was very young, I think. You'd have probably been about... A little bit older than Oliver. Yeah. All I remember is... Oliver was born, I think. Yeah, I remember when they pushed the blocks. Spoiler for the play. And when they got the cut moving. Mm-hmm. Um, but, so what What did you think of this? It's the best. It's the best, is it? I almost... Not, not really, but... If you, if, you, if you haven't got a very good motions, the sad scenes, bring a pack of tissues. So, we recently the podcast with Simon Brew from... Film stories, and he was chatting to us. I'm not sure yeah. if it was on in the podcast or after we stopped recording. Probably after. Um, about this, and he said how he'd seen it at this point, and we hadn't seen it because um, he was very lucky to go to an early screening. Okay. And he's he's seen the musical, and he said we'll really enjoy it because it's quite fast paced. It's about it's just under two hours, and um, the musical is about two and a half yeah. hours. So they have missed cut some of the songs out. Apparently, they filmed them all, and they just cut the ones out that they felt. Which ones did they cut out? Uh, the Tally one. I know that's definitely not in it. Yeah. But the but um, Matilda's dad sings that's not in it. Um, there's a song like I said to you at the end over the credits that's near the end. That's that's new. That's not in. A, that's not from a musical. Yeah. Um, so they only song they cut. They must have cut some other bits, like some smaller songs that you did, that aren't the big. So the big numbers are Revolting Children, School Song. Um, we are Revolting Children. Naughty and When I Grow Up. They're the four big songs, really, from this. Or Miracle, probably. Yeah, that's the um, best one. So they're sort of like, the f- I would say they're probably yeah. the five main songs from this. And they're all still there. Um, it is quick. There's a lot going on all the time, isn't Yeah. Um, I think that's that's what puts it in. I think it's like, what they, this is, okay, they can't, try not to spoil it, but student parts, they do very well by, like, say, Robot and Children, they do that pretty fast. Yeah, so there's a lot of stuff on TikTok. So a lot of people have seen. There's a lot of dancing on TikTok. The yeah. berry, the red berry girl, the girl with a red hat. She that. does a big dance routine down the corridors to revolting children. And um, actually, a lot's been made of her dance routine. But actually, also in it, 
who starts the song as Bruce. Yeah. And he does a, he does a similar dance routine down the corridor that seems to have been overlooked, and it, his is really good too. He's a really good character yeah. in it. The guy that most people know the story, but he he's yeah. the guy that eats the chocolate cake. He's really good. They're all really good. I'm got to spoil it. There's like a certain dramatic scene with the trunch ball, and they slow it down. But straight after, they pick it up again with about the trunch, and then they slow it again, then down again. Yeah, it's it. I think it's done very well of bringing. The speed and then busy slow. musical with a lot of energy. Yeah, and slow it down. Um, usually, when they do a musical as a film, yeah, they try and just copy the musical. Yeah. But what the people are so it's the director of the musical and one of the choreographers that is behind it. And what they've done is, they've gone right. Well, this worked on stage. Yeah. So it's not a spoiler, no. but very famously in the stage show, when I grow up, is done where they're on swings. Yeah. And they swing out to the audience, yeah. and they swing over the audience. Now that wouldn't work on film, yeah, because they're not coming out at you. Except so it's three D, but yeah, but it's not three D. Yeah. So they they find another way of doing yeah. that song, and the way they do it is very clever because it's something you couldn't do on stage as well as you can do on screen. So what I think what they've done quite cleverly is they've used the grandest stage. Yeah. I'm doing air quotes here. You see how it mocks me for that, but like they use the. Because they can do have a bigger area to, to do the performances yeah. in. So, Revolting Children on the stage show is done in a classroom. Yeah. And little bits. But on this, it's done for the entire school and outside. Yeah. Which you wouldn't be able to... And it's done with hundreds of kids. Now, there's literally hundreds of kids used as extras in this. And they use that grand scale very well in the film. I got asked the other day by somebody, one of my friends, whose wife was, didn't wasn't happy because she thought they'd remade the original film, and I said no, they're remaking the stage show, and it doesn't damage the original film. Yeah. I actually personally think it's better than the original film. Oh yeah. Um, is it as good as the book? No. Is it no. a good interpretation of the book? Yes. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. We should probably mention Miss Honey. The actress who plays Miss Honey. She's really good at it, isn't it? Yeah, she is. Like I said, there's there's no one in it that is bad. All the casting is spot on. Yeah. All the kids are great. All the adults yeah. are brilliant. Like Miss Honey, the actress, she's from. Oh, she's in uh, Miss Marvel. She plays. Yeah. And she has a Rambo. And she has a beautiful voice. So. Yeah, she does. Surprisingly, I wasn't expecting her to be a, such a good singer because you know her from other stuff. You don't always know whether they can sing, but she sings. She's got a very nice voice. I think the Trump ball, she was really good, don't know. Yeah, Emma Thompson. She's like a really famous English yeah. actor. Which is different, because so, in the stage show, that's always played by a man, dressed as a woman. Yeah. Whereas in this, they've actually just cast a female actress yeah. and made a bigger, by making a taller and stuff like that. Yeah. But she's a really well thought yeah. of actress in England, so it's a good person to use. Yeah. I'm not spoiling She was Nanny McPhee mm-hmm. in the film, remember Nanny McPhee? No. You've watched it. But she's in that. She's very and famous. And the... There's a oh, she's in um, Harry Potter. Yeah. She plays Mrs... The one that's like the psychic with Troll... Trolley? Um, Professor Troll. Do you know what I'm about? Yeah. That's who she, that's who she is. You've in got the grim. Yeah. And also, I think they've they've added... They've done Miss Honey um, like backstory very well. Yeah, that's something that's slightly different from the original film. And I don't even think that's in the book. It's something that's been added in to just to play to give like a. I think it is because I think I think they probably meant like I think I'm not sure. If you haven't read the book, read the book. But 
I think they probably do mention that. They, I think she does get the house back from Tom to all. I think they must mention that Miss Honey is the is doing trunchable is miss honey's nan it's a it's an aunt yeah but they can't really i think if they just said it it wouldn't really got that imp i don't think i don't think the acrobat is in the book that's yeah i don't think it's but that's what's really cool about it there is, if you are, if you're some reason a fan of um, Tyler's brother, he's not in it. I'm just trying to find out yeah. whether the Matilda bit is in the, is in the book. I don't think it is. No. I don't think if, if the... Um, book bit is in the book yeah if that makes sense yeah if you're a big fat something a big fan of um um matilda's brother well he's not in it so yeah they dropped matilda's brother out of it i think that's good though he wasn't really a big character i think no yeah it isn't then i think most of the time you don't see your parents there's one big scene of parents yeah, you do. No, there's bits in the book where she does tricks on her dad, doesn't she? But there's yeah, not it's a, a lot. So, yeah, the backstory that's added into the musical isn't in the books, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, when she does that too. He's doing stuff here you can't see on the podcast. He's trying not to spoil stuff. But for most, it's, I, I would definitely recommend it. This is what we've been touching on for a while, but there's not a lot of great family films that are on the cinema. This and this is definitely one. worth watching, especially this time of year. It's great to take the kids and go and watch yeah. Matilda. So, recommendation yeah. from us? Yeah. Are you? And I'm also the next one I'm most excited for is Avatar: Way of the Water. Well, we will talk about that when we get to yeah. watch it. And also, I've got a new and that I figured out this about Spider-Man in tomorrow. Is it into the Spider-Verse? Yeah. It has been, I think, delayed until the summer next year. Next one. And I can't wait for the next. And I still keep on saying this. I can't wait for the next Percy Jackson. I hope they'll release some new trailer soon. I'm excited for that. So on that note, bye bye. Bye bye, folks. We be in. Bye bye now. Bye bye. Uh huh.